Hi, this is The Rocker Recovery. And this is Josh Bond. And this is Angie Meadows. And welcome today. We have another lesson for you. So today we're going to talk about disciplining the tongue. I'm going to give you some parenting skills. And I want you to parent yourself first. And then I want you to parent the children in your life. So start reading here, Josh. It isn't easy to control your tongue because no man can tame the tongue. James 3, 2 through 12. Living with the Holy Spirit inside of us, we can be renewed day by day through the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's in 2 Corinthians 4, 16, Ephesians 4, 23, Colossians 3, 10, and Galatians 2, 20. Therefore, we must rely heavily on Scripture to teach us and train us how to walk in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. As we model this before our children, more will be caught than taught. We we must be purposeful to correct our speech. So here are a few suggestions for teaching discipline of the tongue at any age. So training is rewarding. The first goal is to develop is the development of a wholesome tongue into a tree of life, which is Proverbs fifteen four. So there's fourteen things here that we're going to train through Scripture. Ask your children: Are those words going to bring you life or death? Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Hmm, Proverbs 18.21. So what am I speaking? Am I speaking death? Am I speaking life? So as you're asking your children a question, now they can correct themselves. They can say, oh, no, that, that wouldn't have been life. That wouldn't have been good. Number two. Examine your fruit together. A peaceful, happy home or a home of confusion and contention. Hmm. What kind of fruit you got from your tongue? Number three. Model to your children and teach them to humble themselves and take advice. And even ask for it. So where there is strife, there is pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. Proverbs 13, 10. Sometimes, Josh, I got to ask, what am I doing here? I'm doing something wrong because this don't feel right. Mm -hmm. So number four. Confess often. Yeah. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. 1 John 1. I even repent to the dog if I'm snippy. (laughs) Number five. Breaks bad and habits. Break bad habits. Yes. So a lot of times my mouth is just a bad habit. So I want to play a rewind game. I want to say, "Uh uh-oh, that came out bossy. That came out fussy. That came out irritable. Let's rewind that and say that again. Mother, may I? (laughs) Instead of get me. (laughs) So if I don't teach them this, they just have bad habits. I've allowed them to develop bad habits. Number six. Law of our lips in kind is kindness. Proverbs thirty one twenty six. Think kind, patient, but firm. Just because I'm kind does not mean I don't have a boundary. It means that I'm kind. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven. No name calling. Matthew five twenty two. Whoever calls his brother a fool is in danger of hell's fire. I I can't tell you how many times I quoted the scripture. I didn't correct the children. I just quoted the scripture. <laughs> And the name calling would stop. <laughs> so if you're calling each other's names in the house, I uh, don't. <laughs> yep, because you're in danger of hellfire. Let's see. Number eight. No comparing. Second Corinthians ten twelve. Whoever compares themselves with others is not wise. And this is so easy to do. They're doing better. They're getting more. They have bigger. You know. So what I do is I cut the cake. I, I let the, one of the children cut the cake, and then I let them give the big piece away. Yeah. <laughs> it teaches them to share um and it also helps them not to to desire to give and not to always be taking so number nine no interrupting to answer before listening is 
folly and shame, so Proverbs 18, 13. Yes, no interrupting. And I'm bad at interrupting. I've had to just sit on my tongue, <laughs> sit on my hands and bite my tongue. Number 10. No back talking. Titus 2, 9. Do not talk back. So sometimes I, I want the child to be able to tell me his feelings and tell me what he thinks. And other times I, I need him just to not talk back. So it takes discernment there to know when the child's got an attitude, because when he's got an attitude, he's, he's not allowed to talk back. But when he wants to sit down, take a deep breath and talk about it, we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay, number 11. Cry quietly. Proverbs 28, 25, 28. Develop self-control. Teaching self-control is a lifelong discipline in words, emotions, and actions. So the first thing you want to do with children when they're crying, even at the age of two, is it's okay they can cry, but let them cry softly. Mm -hmm. They don't have to cry like somebody's stabbing them. <laughs> they can cry softly. And then you'll watch them be able to develop self-control in other areas. Number 12. No tattling. Proverbs 10, 12, love covers sin. The exception is if someone's being hurt or property is being damaged. This isn't tattling. This is responsibility. So you have to teach the children the difference between tattling and being responsible here. Number 13. Teasing. Everyone must be having fun or no one is having fun. So if there is some rough teasing and everybody's giggling and having fun, that's cool. But if one person's getting hurt, then have them stop and look at the face of that child and say, are they having fun? And if the one that's doing the bullying or the teasing says no, then you use this rule. Everyone must be having fun or no one's having fun. And that way we can stop the, the bullying and the, the aggressive teasing. So number 14. Answer gently. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger, Proverbs 15.1. Correcting children with Scripture is powerful. Tell your children you are accountable to God to teach them and train them correctly. Proverbs 22.6. And, and you must correct them even if it isn't pleasant. Yeah, train up a child in the way he is, he is to go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So a lot of this comes with training. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and a peace for those who have been trained by it. Okay, that's Hebrews twelve eleven. So the second goal is? A harvest of righteousness. Yes. So the first goal would be peace in your home. Yeah. The second goal would be a harvest of righteousness. Yeah. So let's look at these 14 things again. Ask your children uh, in questions. Is that bringing life? Is that bringing death? Um, what kind of fruit is that bringing? Is that bringing sadness or happiness? Is that bringing peace and joy or or um you know, being being angry. Um, model for your children and teach them. Humble yourself and take advice so that they'll learn how to do that. Number four, confess often. Yeah, if I'm confessing often, I'm wrestling my flesh, <laughs> and we. I'm a good wrestler. <laughs> Number five, break bad habits. Number six, the law of your lips is kindness. Number seven, no name calling. That's not to be tolerated. Number eight, no comparing. Number nine, no interrupting. Teach them to speak one at a time. Uh, number 10, no back talking. Uh, number 11, crack quietly. Number 12, no tattling. 
unless somebody's being hurt or property's being damaged. Number 13, no teasing unless everyone's having fun. And number 14, answer gently. You got one of these you want to talk about? Uh, answer gently to me, I, even though it's the last one on there, that's, that's a serious one because what you portray is what you get. So if I have all these kids around me and I portray not answering gently to them, they're going to think when they're asked a question later when I'm not around that they need to answer the same way. And that mm-hmm. goes for everything right there. But answering gently is a big thing because mm-hmm. I remember my, my stepdaddy always screaming fear into me. And eventually he would turn his back. And guess what? Mm-hmm. I would rebel then. Right. Instead of learning anything, mm. I rebelled. So. so what you just said was you got provoked. I got provoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parents, fathers, provoke not your children in Ephesians 6. It says, honor, children, honor your mother and father. But fathers, don't provoke yeah. your children. I see so that. So I, I think even as an adult, uh, we can get provoked by people that are harsh. So it's very important to understand that we can be provoked to love. We don't have to be provoked to, to be wrathful or to hate. Yeah. And so this gentle answer, yeah, that's that's really powerful because then you're going to have open communication with your children. Um, I like the um, uh, the breaking bad habits because, man, sometimes we form habits in our speech. Yeah, uh, We listen to others. We we dumb down our speech <laughs> and, and we just develop habits habits that are um, that need to be broken and we're all going to start that way we, we don't start with ease of speech and being able to say things easily I had one child that stuttered and when he would stutter I could see that he, he would think before he would speak and then it would come out really terse well there, would, there was another person, an adult in his life, that would correct him all the time for being angry when he spoke. And I finally had to take that adult aside, and I had to say, he's, he's not speaking out of anger. He can't get his words out. Mm-hmm. He stutters. And he and so in, in, so to stop the stuttering, he has to get it out quick. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's coming out terse, but it's not. And as soon as the uh, adult realized that, oh, wait a minute, that's just a – He's just got some problems there that's not his fault. So a lot of times, uh, the habits they've learned, they've learned from us. They're little sponges. They pick up everything. So if I'm uh, – I, I, one time I did a silent treatment with one of my kids. <laughs> she was nonstop jabbering, jabbering, talking, and I just got silent with her. I thought, maybe if I just don't answer her, she'll, she'll, she'll slow down and talk and go talk to her baby dolls or something <laughs> And so it wasn't it wasn't 15 minutes that her brother was doing it to her that he just wasn't talking to her. And then I looked over and she was very sad. Hmm. So I had to go apologize to him cuz he just did what I did. And then together he and I went and apologized to her. And then we trained her, okay, there's a time to talk and there's a time to be quiet. <laughs> she was about 3, you know. <laughs> so a lot of times if they've got problems in their speech, if they're irritating, Talk to them about when it's appropriate to talk, when it's appropriate to slow down, when it's appropriate to be quiet, um, and give them, okay, you got a whole hour, you can talk as much as you want. And then for an hour in the afternoon, we would wear scotch tape on our mouths so that there would be an hour that we would have to be really slow to speak and quick to listen. We would have to really develop some self-control. And that was probably one of the most helpful things I ever did for myself. 
<laughs> it was where that scotch tape because yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my kids and i were exactly alike and we like to get it out and get it out fast and it should have been done yesterday <laughs> you should have known it and the other ones they were like turtles they were they were very slow and so we were always a little quick to speak so that that little uh, scotch tape taught us both patience <laughs> so i hope this lesson was helpful uh, I hope you can enjoy it and listen to it again and learn to train and discipline your own tongue and discipline your children. And thanks for joining us. This was The Rocker Recovery. This is Josh Bond. And this was Angie Meadows. And you can find us again on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, under The Rocker Recovery. You can find the books on Amazon.com under Angie G. Meadows under Rocker Recovery. also have an Abler's Books for an Abler's Journey, and I have some Bible study books on there. So we will see you next time.